Podcast and the new social etiquette question has got us asking more questions. Shocker. It's all about being a tester hanger. A tester hanger. Uh huh. Okay. There is a new excuse that men are using to get out of commitment. Mm, we can talk about that. And the most confusing hair advice ever do you grow it to cut it? Obviously. Okay, take a listen. <laughs> You're waking up with Holly and Mira on 94.5 Virgin Radio. Do you grow it to cut it? I'm so confused about some hair advice that I got from my friend. And my friend is you, Nira. Thank you. Usually, Nira, you tell me what's up and I listen. Yeah. Because you're very well-dressed. Why, thank you. You present yourself <laughs> nicely in the world. You put effort in every day. You're wearing like a blouse today <laughs> on a Tuesday morning. <laughs> with a nice crushed sweater with pearl buttons. <laughs> you're like, who, who wears pearl buttons on a Tuesday morning when they work where nobody can see them? It's not about Nira other does. people. It's about what I feel. That's right. So, usually I take your advice. You give me about fashion or hair whatever and I'm like okay like I really listen I'm like okay I'm gonna do that yesterday you dropped a bomb on me about your hair (laughs) yeah and I'm so confused you're like duh you have to grow it to cut it (laughs) (laughs) wait okay what what yes Grow it to cut it. Yeah. Explain. And don't take it, make it sound like, I, duh. Well, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I finally, after you, I had I had three kids. During that time with the three kids, I kind of just didn't really take care of my hair like I used to back in the day. I was one of those people that always had really cool hairstyles. Used to cut my hair short, do fun things. About a decade went by where I was like, ah, eh, just long hair, back, you know, black on black, right? Because mm-hmm. my hair is jet black. Then all of a sudden, for the first time, like I said, in over a decade, I chopped my hair off. Like, like Big time. cut it, all, like needed a, you could see your neck. They needed a razor yeah. at the back of my head. The razor was pulled out. Let's put it that way. The electric razor. It was short. And Holly, you went away for two weeks. You came back two weeks later. You're just like, oh my God, your hair is so long. Your hair grows so fast. It does. It grows very fast. But I like I like a little bit of the drama that's associated with the haircut. Okay. I like it to get a little bit longer for me to do the cut again. But um, I, I, if I want to grow my hair, you have to really then commit. To growing your hair. Then everybody knows. Anybody knows who's had really short hair. When you try to make it long again, there's a commitment phase where it gets awkward and it gets weird. You don't know what to do. Okay. So I I know exactly where to grow it to before the cut's about to happen. Okay. So you want to grow it so that when you cut it, it still feels dramatic to you. Yeah. And you get that like, ooh, look at me. I'm a new woman. Well, like, look how expensive everything is these days. It's not cheap to get haircuts and Ridiculous. hair colored. So I want to. I don't want to do it every six weeks just to be like, ah, I just got to trim. Right. I want the drama. I love the drama that's associated with Interesting. it. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Otherwise, what's the point? I don't Especially know. with short hair. What's the point unless people are going to be like, <gasps> yeah. Even if it's not a good, <gasps> Excuse me? Like, I think you Excuse look great me? with short hair. <laughs> but I have very long hair, and I ne- I only ever trim my hair. My hair's boring. I do nothing with it. It's the same thing I've done for since high school. Right, and then you do get very upset if I don't notice. I know. I'm like, I trimmed it to go an inch off. You're like, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, I can't tell. Like, <laughs> It's also because your hair is so bone straight, right? Mm. 
um, at least after when my hair was long and I would get the trims, mm. I would come in with a crazy blowout the next morning yeah. to get, again, the dramatic yes. reaction. <gasps> yes. Right. But when you get your hair cut... Yeah, it's nothing. You, not that it's nothing. You still get it straightened, like bone straight, the way you I just always have it. I don't get it straight. My hair is straight. This, this is what it does. This is it. Unless I shaved my head. <laughs> you, Ooh. That the one. razor come out. Oh, <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Tell me, tell me if I'm onto something here. I think we need a new section in our contacts on our smartphone. There it is. I think I'm brilliant. Okay. And where do I take this to? All right. There is uh, something. I was I was trying to look this guy up that I met on the weekend. We worked together on a project. Okay. Hey now. <laughs> It was it was the Love You by Shoppers Drug Mart Run for Women. Okay, that's a great project. A- amazing okay. project going towards women's mental health initiatives. Amazing cause. Okay? Shoppers Drug Mart is the best. Love Shoppers Drug Mart. Love women. Mm. So Run was amazing. Thanks. And men, apparently. Uh, yes. Uh, thanks <laughs> to everyone who participated. Anyways, there's this uh, guy. He was this younger guy, and he was kind of working with me, kind of being like a stage director, as I was okay. hosting. Okay. And... Uh, I he he gave me his socials, like his social contact. Handle. I, handle, whatever. Name, whatever. whatever. Okay. I started following him. But then it, his his social media contact handle is not the same as his name. So what I was calling him for four hours mm. d- does not sound anything like what he is on social media. Okay, like say his name was Kyle. Yes. And then you'd look him up and you'd be like, Kyle 2000. No, not even Kyle. His, no, it was nothing. like... Um, bored man, forty-eight, right. squirrel boy, right? Like, so I'm like, what? cool, and then I start following him, <laughs> and then I was like, I would never remember how to look him up on social media. Mm. I would never remember how, and then I thought, okay, I'm gonna put him in my contacts. Went into my contacts. There's no section for social media handles. Hmm. I had to make it myself. Because is there like a notes? Yeah. I think I, you can write like a note. I put it in the notes section. Oh. And I thought that is an upgrade that needs to be made in our yes. contacts. Nira. Thank you. You, I mean, you're smart, but not usually about phones. Right. Or technology. I know. Who do I take this to? Yeah. Apple? And how do I say trademarked? I thought of it. It's mine. Limited edition. Corporated. Well, I think you should have started <laughs> with that. You've already given the idea. Oh, boy. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Should these people be getting their own day? These people? These people? These people being dog moms. Who let the dogs out? (laughs) I'm a dog mom. Well, dog moms around the world have started an online petition to get a dedicated dog mother's day going that is so cute because dog moms are moms too guys dog mamas dog mamas and we just had a mother's day for moms of humans yes and when people post dog moms when they were posting on mother's day yeah hey i'm a dog mom happy mother's day to me i'm a dog mom even if they didn't have kids and they were just posting about their dog they said people ridiculed them people were rolling their eyes at them dog moms Right. Because people are like, listen, this is Mother's Day for mothers of human children. Right. Yes. You dog moms, this is not your day. You know, I I get both sides of it for sure. Because there's a lot of sacrifice involved for us dog moms. Is there? Yeah. It's a lot of work. Enough work that you need your own doggy (laughs) Mother's Day? I don't think, okay. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it should be (laughs) a pet parent day. 
A pet parent day. No, dog moms are like, no, 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 no. Okay, uh, cat moms, whatever. <laughs> dog moms. It is a lot of work. They need to be walked. They need to be bathed. Like, you know, uh, even just yesterday, we actually, we adopted a rescue from Thank Dog I'm Out. Mm-hmm. Sushi. Sushi. She's a cutie pie. And uh, Sushi came all the way from South Korea, okay? A uh, wonderful dog, but she's still got her issues. Okay. <laughs> right? Okay. She's been through a lot. She's been through a lot. She still has some potty training issues. It's a lot of work. <laughs> she stresses me out, but she's so cute that she get away with it. But even yesterday, like, you know, where their tears come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really hard because you've really got to make sure you get on the right amount of, like, the moisture in there to help because otherwise it gets really hard and then you got to do the trimming. You pick at her eyes? Y- yeah, I got to yeah. pick at her eyes and I got to, <laughs> like, you know, around her, her eyelash area, I got to right. do trimming so they don't get in her way of her sight. Do you wipe her butt? I wipe her butt. I wipe her paws. <laughs> I wipe her, you know, her okay. she her shishi area. <laughs> That's what we're calling it? The shishi area? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. I wipe it all. I do right. it all. Then, you know, we brush her. Right. We trim her. Okay. Then there's her paws. She's got this little anxiety thing going on where she's looking at her paws. They don't right. know what to do. There's a lot of work. Okay. And then, you know, make sure she has her antibiotics if there's an issue there or probiotics. Right. Then make sure that she has the right amount of omega oil. And you got to analyze her poop. Dog people love to do that. Oh my gosh. Yesterday, my mother-in-law, because then, you know, Dadima had like a Dadima doggy day. Oh boy. She was with sushi and she's like, yeah, she's like, I don't know. It was all liquidy and yellow. Oh, Something's Lord. wrong. What did she eat? She oh was going God. off to, to the garden. And then we had to have a whole giant conversation and then she needed a bum bath. <laughs> oh my God. I've never had a dog. My husband really wants one. I, and it was like, it's like having another child. And honestly, God, it is. It, it sounds is. like it. It is. Bum bath. Like, it's like, it happens. Okay, so maybe doggy moms do need their own day. And also, I like the idea of Daddy Ma Doggy Day. Daddy Ma Doggy Day. Let's start that petition, too. And now, Biz with Nira. The wedding date has been set. When is it? Well, apparently it's none of our business. That's today's top biz story. That's <laughs> what she says. Britney Spears says her wedding date has been set with Sam Asghari, her fiancé. But no one's going to know until the day after. Ha. But then why even tell us? I love it. Just go she do can. It. She's free, Nira. She can do what she wants. She's uh, free, Brittany. She can That's do whatever right. she wants. And of course, we want her to be super happy. She also gave us a little glimpse of her future wedding dress while introducing the world to her newest family addition, Wendy. Wendy the cat. Cute. So she had this, um, it looked like just a bunch of fabric and a cat sitting on top of it. And then she's like, yep, that is going to be my veil to my wedding dress. And yes, that's Wendy, our new cat. Okay. And Wendy's actually, she's kind of, she's a good looking cat. I'm so mad that it's taken Britney Spears to get a cat for you to be like, you know what? Maybe I do like cats. No, I never said I like cats. How dare cats. you? I didn't say I like cats. Don't put words in my mouth. I'm not a cat person, but I mm. said the cat's... It's a good-looking cat. It's a good-looking cat. <laughs> I'm going to go check this cat out. It's a problem I have because I love tigers and lions. Right. And bears, oh my. Right. But... Those are big cats, Nira. Those are different than house cats. You know I, that, right? I know. Okay. I'm just letting you know. Just checking. And there's all these pictures that Brittany has been putting on her social media. Mm. You know. Nudes. The nudes. And a lot of fans have been very open and honest that they may be worried and just like, Brittany, are you okay? We just want to make sure you're fine because we love you, Brittany. And psychologists who have been kind of studying Brittany, looking into Brittany, they say it's simply her reliving the youth that was snatched away from her. Makes sense. Okay. And 
a lot of these psychologists are saying that if they were on Britney's team, they would probably stay away from advising her against posting those photos because it would just kind of emulate the control that her dad kind of had on her. Totally. And it wouldn't be good for her. Right. So there are like, she's aged, but she hasn't grown because she had this scripted childhood that was under extreme control. It totally makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. She's like living all of high school quickly right now mm-hmm. and well, past. Do we have to say high school? No, sorry, later. Let's say university. Let's say legally. Yes, there we go. Legal and older. Yeah, sorry I'm, to me. I'm going to say the college uni years. Yeah, because I mean, I was bad in high school, but I wasn't doing that. No, in high school. no, gosh, no. no. College uni no, years. Y- yes. Is fine. All right. And it's happening. And this is so exciting. The Dirty Dancing sequel. It's coming our way. <laughs> This has nothing to do with Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. Which I also liked and I think was underrated, but people hated it. Okay. I liked it was Havana Nights. terrible. It was so bad. You don't, don't even pretend that okay. didn't even happen. It didn't even exist. Rude. The Dirty Dancing <laughs> sequel is happening. It's going to be set in the 90s. Oh. With Jennifer Grey's baby returning to Kellerman's. Patrick Swayze will have some kind of a presence in the film. Oh. There's talks underway right now with the, his estate. Like to figure Amazing. out how how they can make this somehow happen. This is what we know so back. So this is what we know so far. I'm going so back. I'm so excited. Jennifer Garner, yeah, sorry, Jennifer Gray. Jennifer Gray is coming back as Frances Baby Houseman. Uh, the movie is going to take place in the 1990s. Baby is going to return to the Catskills Resort called you know the Kellermans, which originally she was there in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's going to be a coming of age romance about a young woman, but Baby's own journey will interwine intertwine with the new story. Hmm. Okay? Okay. So it's still a coming of age, brand new story. And she's coming in and she's somehow going to be in the mix. And they're going to bring back as many people from the original as they can and what they feel is appropriate. Is Penny around? Remember Penny? The dance? I don't know. Blonde Penny? I I don't know. She's still... I don't want to say along. I don't know. Okay. But this one is going to be a hip-hop scene. Okay. The 90s hip-hop, because it was all about the 90s hip-hop music. Okay, I mean, I'm excited for this, but I'm nervous. This sounds like an elaborate They promise. Attempt. They promise it will not ruin our childhood of what That's we remember. That's a big promise as well. Okay? Like, how do you know? They're going to tackle sophistication, ambition, and love. So, <laughs> bring it to 90s hip-hop. Okay, yes. I mean, I'll see it. And just quickly letting you know, because we're talking about Dirty Dancing and how there's going to be a part two, Michael Myers says he's opening to, he's definitely open to doing a fourth Austin Powers movie. I love gold. Mm-hmm. This is not a confirmation or not a confirmation, non-confirmation, confirmation, confirmation, he says. Has he confirmed that it's not going to ruin the originals for us? He will not give any kind of confirmation about anything, but that it is a possibility. (laughs) That's the confirmation. It sounds like it's happening, guys. (laughs) I'm Nira, and that's The Viz. Holly and Nira. Who would be your celebrity song? Character edition. <laughs> Please explain. Talk to you about this yesterday. In case you missed, I'll give you a little catch up. Jack Harlow, love Jack Harlow, has come out with his brand new album. It's called Come Home, The Kids Miss You, and already number one on the charts, his song First Class. Okay. Great song. Go up the- love Jack Harlow. Uh, one of the tracks on his brand new album is called Dua Lipa. The song is called Dua Lipa. <laughs> Straight up. Because he loves Dua Lipa. He's obsessed with Dua Lipa. He wants more than just a collaboration with Dua Lipa. Who doesn't? Right? <laughs> exactly. Good point. 
then we were talking about it yesterday. Like, who would be your your celebrity song if you were to name it after someone you're super crushing over? Hoping that it would link you to the person and you'd end up together. Yeah, and I said Matthew McConaughey. You right. said... The Hemsworths. The Hemsworths. Because I'll take the brother, right? one brother, two, three, all the brothers. Well, now I want to take it next level. Who would be your celebrity song character edition? Okay, so... You'd name a song after a character... That I'm obsessed with, in love with. Hoping that you would, in real life, fall in love with the character. No, they would fall in love with me. Of course. Right. How and dare I? Mine is obviously a character from Bridgerton. I don't even know. It's, I mean, you're going to guess it. Duh! It's obvious. It's clear. The Duke of Hastings. Oh, my God. Come I'm on. yours, Stephanie. I have always been yours. Oh! It's the Duke. We still burn. I want... The Duke. He is too much. <laughs> and it's the Duke. Because <gasps> Reggie Jean Page was in some other thing called Free the People or People Free. I don't know, some other show. I saw the show. Never paid it. Nothing happened to me. And then I watched, <laughs> Nothing happened to me. And then I watched Bridgerton and he is the Duke of Hastings. Right. And I cannot stop. Simon. I want Simon. So what would you call the track though? Because this character has a real name. The Duke. Simon. But he's also known as the Duke of Hastings. That's yeah. how we know him. Yeah, or just the Duke. So, what would you call the track then? On the your Duke album? of Hastings. Straight up, <laughs> the Duke of Hastings. The Duke of Hastings. Yes, okay. obviously. So, if Reggae Jean Page was like, "Oh, this weird chick from Canada," <laughs> yep. has an album. Yes, and one of the songs is called "The Duke of Hastings." So, you'd want him to show up. As that character. Obviously, that's exactly what he knew the people wanted because right. he did that on SNL. Okay. He was hardly yeah. reggae. Yes. He was, I know. He, he, he was knew. The, Duke the whole he time. Knew. It was so hot. It was so You're hot. You're right. And for you, I've already thought about what your character could be. Like, you know, celebrity song character edition. One of them, and we both obsessed over this character, is Tristan from Legends of the Fall. Oh my God, Brad Pitt. So messed up. Tristan. With the hair. Such a oh. haunted past. Oh my God. So many Dark. skeletons. But so good to look right, at. Right, Tristan? My God. Okay, okay, that's a very good one. Thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe. Maybe. No, please. Jack. Jack from Titanic. I promise I will never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. Okay, his full name was Jack Dawson. You are obsessed with the character of Jack Dawson? I think I would name a track Jack Dawson, hoping that he'd come back from the dead, thaw himself out for me. Are you sure yes. that would be your character? When he is standing at the top of the stairs, I can't. Really? Oh, yes. I don't know. I don't I don't see you two together. You don't? No. I think right now I would have made room on that door. Yes. He would have been alive. There, Science says there was room for Jack. She didn't have to let go. No, I know. She kept me like, I'll never let go. She was like peeling his <laughs> hand off. I was like, chick, please. You would never let go. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Just a reminder again that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Amazing. There's certain weeks that they've categorized throughout the month if you want to kind of see what they want to focus on. But May in general, it's a time where we want to raise awareness of those living with some mental health issues and help reduce the stigma that so many people face and experience when it comes to mental health. If someone breaks their arm... And they say, okay, I broke my arm. I can't, you know, participate in whatever it may be. I can't, I can't do the baseball game. Broke my arm. Everyone understands. Makes sense. Send them the well wishes. There's a very easy, clear understanding of what may have happened in that situation. But if someone was to say, 
I'm having a mental health day today. I won't be able to participate in the game. There isn't the same type of understanding that goes along with something like that. Totally. And this is a month where we need to self-educate and be a little bit more understanding and really try and be there for people that are around us because majority of us, whether we want to admit it or not, or whether we believe it or not, we do have someone in our life or us ourselves that does have some kind of a mental health issue. Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely normal. Yes, that's that's a very good point, Nira. It's normal mm-hmm. to not feel normal. Mm-hmm. I read this on Instagram a couple of days ago, and it is part of the mental health awareness campaign. This one psychologist posted this quote, and I just love it. She says, not being happy doesn't mean that you have mental health problems. She said, holding up happiness as our baseline measure of good health is part of the problem. Humans have a whole range of emotions, and just because some of them are messy and painful doesn't make them wrong. You can be sad and healthy. You can be grieving and still not have a problem with your mental health. A big part of our culture is that, oh, you're not happy? You need to be happy all the time. Mm -hmm. That's impossible. But you can also be sad and have feelings and feel feelings, but not have problems. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good reminder to yourself. Feelings are really important. Mm -hmm. And it's actually really important to observe the feelings that you're having and to let yourself have them them. and i I think that's what one of the problems is to we're constantly feeling this pressure to pretend yes get better be happy yeah you don't have to be happy all the time because that's not normal that's why they're called feelings and you need to feel them you need to navigate through them and we need to teach that especially to our younger you know the kids because it's it's so under they're they're under so much stress right now, especially with the pandemic situation mm-hmm. that just happened. And a lot of the stuff they're talking about for mental health awareness for May is back to basics. A lot of it is back to basics because we did this pandemic living. People are realizing their stress, the isolation, the uncertainty. It's all taking a toll on well-being. And when we're thinking about mental health, it's emotional and social well-being and how it impacts how we think, how we feel, and how we behave with it. Mm. And having those conversations with our kids at a young age and talking about how normal it is to go for counseling and for therapy, it's there shouldn't be a stigma attached to it. Sometimes you just need someone to talk to. Everyone needs someone to talk to totally. at some time or another. So take May to maybe give yourself a break too, give others a break. I would love to book myself a couple of counseling appointments. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, they're so overdue. Yeah. <laughs> they're majorly overdue. And that's okay. And that's totally okay. I'll book them for you. You know what? I'll book us together. Okay. I'm, like couples? <laughs> maybe. Friendship therapy? Friendship therapy. Coworker therapy. And listen, any therapy is good. I ain't judging. There it is. I ain't judging. All right. <laughs> Holly and Nira. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. On 94.5 Virgin Radio. There's a new excuse that men are using to get out of commitment, Nira. Ooh. And this is from a very trusted and reliable source. I'm talking about... The hot new reality dating show on Netflix. The ultimatum, marry or move on. You're here because someone in your relationship has issued an ultimatum. Oh my God, the show is just juicy. It's so good. Nick and Vanessa Lachey. That's right, they host it. They're the hosts of it. Oh, it's so trashy. Okay, Okay, well, on this show, all of the women agree that in 2022, men are using this excuse to get out of committing to a relationship or a marriage. In 2022, all the men? All men. Okay. Are using the excuse of wanting to be financially stable before they can fully commit to you. Oh, yeah, that's an old one. That's an old one? Yeah. 
I can't. I'm sorry. I just I can't commit to you. I can't ask you to marry yeah. me. I'm not financially stable yet. Yeah. I had a bunch of my girlfriends who guys use that line on them. For, really? Yeah. And they were in long-term relationships with these guys. And the guys just would not commit to the next level. And what they always said to, or what they said to these women where they weren't in a place where they, they felt successful and secure enough to mm. commit. And my girlfriends were like, we don't care. Like, we, we just want to be with you. Yeah. But they use that as the line. They're not successful enough, not secure enough, not financially stable enough wow. to commit. I think that's just a guy's go-to. It's a big one. It's a big, it's a... Oh. I'm not financially stable yet, so... Yeah. I, I, I can't, I, I don't feel secure because I don't feel like a provider for you yet. So do you think it's a real... I think it's real. Or is it BS? Or are they using it as an excuse? I don't, I think they use it as an excuse, but I think it's a legit excuse. I think there are a lot of men who, uh, if they don't feel like they can be a provider, they will not ask someone to marry them unless they feel that they can take care of that person. It's that instinct, right? That male... So old school, though. It is. Do they know women can take care of themselves? Or, get ready, women can be the breadwinner and take care of the whole family. I know. But for some men, it's not about that. It's their instinct, their basic primal instinct to be a provider and knowing that in case babies came, that they could take care of the family. So they feel less manly. Mm -hmm. Probably, if they couldn't quote be financially stable for mm-hmm. a woman yeah wow yeah success measuring it by success these ladies on the show are like it's an excuse though like it's bs like but no it, you don't no are they saying it's an excuse or are they saying it's a bs excuse there's mm-hmm. a difference because it can still be an excuse and it can still be legit right right it's a legit right. excuse right but are they saying but it's, it's an easy way out too like if i wanted to marry you nira let's be real you have three kids uh-huh you're very high maintenance yes you're very particular. You like very. expensive things. Uh-huh. If you and I were together and you were like, Holly, I'm head over heels for you, I'd be like, obviously. And then I would say, I'm sorry I can't marry you because I'm not financially stable enough to deal with your situation. <laughs> and I would be out and you couldn't be mad at me because I couldn't, I can't afford you. I, how could I not understand that? I'm right? coming with three kids in tow. Right. And you, yeah. obviously, you would have to be in a situation where you would right. feel the need to have to be able to take care, to provide. So then how do you know in this situation as a woman dating right now if that's a real excuse that they're using or an excuse. You know what I mean? I guess you've got to know your man. Haven't these guys been dating for years? Yeah. Don't they know these dudes? They think they do. Yeah. And then reality television is proving them wrong. Okay. And now when these women hear these excuses mm-hmm. from these boys, yeah. these men, mm-hmm. are, are they're all like, that's BS? Do they yeah. still want to marry these men? Yes. Don't f- okay, they want to marry them. And they're, like, yeah. they're using this as an excuse. Uh, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, if, if a dude's not comfortable and they're resisting commitment to that degree... Right. You got to let it go. Right. You have to let them go. Let them blame financial stability. Let them blame whatever. And if they're really meant to be, they'll come back to you. It's like you got to release the bird. Okay. Give them their freedom. If they really want you, they'll come back. Okay. Well, you got to let me go then. Because I can't afford you. How is this coming back to you and me? (laughs) We're not. It's not. There's no more you and me. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Celebrate Nurses Week. All you got to do is nominate the nurse in your life. They're all so special. They're all doing amazing things. You can get themselves a $500 gift card from Shoppers Drug Mart. And we have a beautiful nomination here for a nurse named Nicole, Fraser Health Authority, nominated by her husband, Jenison. Aww. So sweet. He says she works so hard to provide for our family and gives 100% at work. 
She balances family and career. She's so friendly, so empathetic, and a salute to all the nurses who save lives every day from Jenison. Come on. Jenison. Okay, well, we have Nicole's number here. We're going to give her a call. Hello? Hi, good morning. We're looking for Nicole Garcia. Yes, it's me. Good morning, Nicole. This Hi, is. Oh my God, I know this voice. <laughs> I know your voice. It's Holly and Nira calling from 94.5 Virgin Radio. Hi. We are celebrating nurses all this week because it is National Nurses Week. And yeah. we are awarding some very deserving uh, nurses. And, and you are one of them. Your husband, Jenison, nominated you yes. to win oh my God. a $500 gift card to Shoppers Drug Mart because he thinks you, Nicole, are just the best. Oh, thank you so much. You are so welcome. And you are the best. We want to take this opportunity to say thank you so much for everything you do for the community, your sacrifice and just being there nicole you're with the fraser health authority and again happy national nurses week and congratulations thank you so much i appreciate it and you're doing it all you're a nurse you're a mom you're a wife i mean you are you're doing it all hard (laughs) yes i can only imagine so thank you so much for what you do and we love all the nurses and uh, have a great week oh my god thank you so much and if you have a special nurse in your life, you can nominate them. 94.5 virginradio.ca and get them that $500 gift card from Shoppers Drug Mart. Holly and Nira. Virgin. The new social etiquette question has got us asking questions. Are you a tester hanger? Part two. brought this up with you yesterday because this was Mother's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Happy and Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mamas out there, to you included, Holly. And if there's anything that Canadians learned from the Easter long weekend is that people are not into being tester hangers, which means you test first and then you hang. Rapid cat, The rapid kids, right? You know how everybody right. can get rapid kids now? You can mm-hmm. go out, not kids, kits. The rapid kits. Yes. Go to pharmacy, get those rapid kits. Uh, the government is really saying, hey guys, before you're hanging out in homes in larger groups, Easter really showed us that people should be getting one to two tests done, making sure they're negative before you hang out at functions. Hence the tester hanger. Yeah. Okay. Are you a tester hanger? We talked the about this. No, but. We, <laughs> we were talking about this yesterday and it posed some questions for us. This new social etiquette question has questions, as in, if you got asked to test before you came to an event, how would you feel? Would you do it? What would be your response? I think, well, what's the event? For example, let's say it was my daughter's birthday this weekend. Is she 90? (laughs) (laughs) That would be the only thing that I would be okay with. I was hoping you were going to stop at, is she nine? (laughs) Like D? No. She's five, right? Yeah. So my daughter, Jaya, we celebrated her birthday on the weekend. We had a whole bunch of family over. Okay. Finally did it. First one where we had a bunch of family over, extended family. And you're Indian. So how many people are we talking here? It was like 40 something. Cousin brothers, cousin sisters. Yeah, all there. Right. Just a right. small get together. Chacha dadas, chachi nannies. All the chachi all of nannies, 50 of them. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was there. And I was thinking about it as people were coming through the door that, oh, we didn't do the recommendation of the the test. And if I did say that to people in the invitation, hey, come on down. We're celebrating Jaya's birthday. Come for dinner and come for cake. 
But hey, can you also send me a picture of your negative rapid test result before you come? Otherwise, you can't come. Right. How would you react? What would you do? How would you feel? To a five-year-old's birthday party, I'd be offended and I'd per- I'd fake it. Just Google image plus negative <laughs> COVID test. You'll get it right there. Boom. Send you that. Be like, yeah, I totally wink. If it was like legit for like a cute old grandma who's 90, we're finally celebrating grandma's birthday. She's turning 90. Can you, do you guys mind taking a rapid test before? Of course. Okay. For some reason, I will protect the elderly no matter what because they're so cute. But if it was just you or your daughter, no, I'm sorry. No, No. that's offensive. But is it it offensive? I'm not wasting a test on you. I know. It's not wasting though. You can go get them. Mm. You can get these tests. But yeah, I'm I'm a family of five. Mm -hmm. If we were going to do the rapid test kits before going to someone's function. I'm looking at 10, 10 tests. Because you got to do two. They say do one 48 hours in advance, oh do one 24 hours in advance. Okay. And then make sure you are negative before you go. It's a social responsibility that we're supposed to be doing here. Right. But as the person asking, am I wasting my breath asking you? Mm-hmm. Me. And yeah, you... Are you going to be offended? Are you even going to do it? Are you going to be annoyed? Are you going to be not like, I don't want to bother? Yeah. It's kind of like a, it's like a smaller version of a prenup, in my opinion. A prenup? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you want to commit to me, but you want me to sign something just in case. Like, it's it's sort of on the same offensive level. My daughter's birthday party, you Mm -hmm. take it a rapid test. You are comparing that to a prenup. That's right. Did you and your husband go through a prenup sitch? Well, we're divorced now. <laughs> oh, the first one. Yes, the first. Oh my God, stop it. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Have you had to do the COVID return yet? I'm refusing. What's the COVID return? The COVID return is when you give back all the stuff that you stole from people's desks when they weren't there because of COVID. Bad boys, bad boys. Oh, what you my God. And let me tell you, I stole a lot of stuff. A lot. Do you want to maybe um, put out a disclaimer there? No. I would. I had nothing to do with what Holly went off and did and stole during COVID. Okay, we had nobody in the office here. And this is a huge office over three floors. Mm -hmm. Right on Robson and Burrard, Bell Media, CTV, radio stations. And there are usually like hundreds of people in the building. There's hundreds of desks, that's for sure. And uh, yeah, we were the only ones here for the last two years. And yeah, let me tell you, <laughs> I got myself a lot of good stuff from people's desks. Girl went savage. I got umbrellas. <laughs> Plural. I got a heat bag. What? I got a heat bag from somebody. Like, you know, like the magic bag. Shut up. Found it. You I got a lot okay, of pens. You did not find it. You can't say you found it. I did find you, it. No, you did not. You went hunting for this stuff yep. and you went to other people's desks mm-hmm. and you were like a scavenger. Mm-hmm. You were. I was trying to survive a pandemic, Nira. You were a vulture. I was because, and you know what? It's weird. I felt entitled. I felt like I'm here. You're at home working. I, I can this. steal your umbrella. Yes, I deserve this. I deserve it. Okay, and now your question is, in these two years where you went to people's desks mm-hmm. and... Uh, I also got a little space heater. What? I found it. You did? <laughs> you took a space heater? That's a really good one. Mm-hmm. You took a space heater? <laughs> I have it. I what have it. The, I know. You and you're serious? always cold. I'm always See, so now cold. you're interested, aren't you? You took a space heater? I'll sell it to you. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Listen live. 
Weekday mornings, 530 to 10. On 94.5 Virgin Radio.